Okay, if I could ask you to head back to your seats. As I kind of alluded to, it's a little bit different this morning, a little bit creative. You'll notice this guy sitting next to me. Please welcome Sam, Sam Tomko up here. Part of the reason for that is you may have noticed a new song in our set this morning, uh, an unfamiliar song. Uh, he is responsible for this song that we sung this morning. Uh, Let it start in us. I believe that's the name. You named it, mate. So it's good. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> um, and and so I thought, actually, it might maybe a good way. It's part of a. It's kind of a little trick of mine to get Sam to come up here and preach without preaching. So I thought that I would just interview him um, and hear what he has to say and hear what he has to think. And also, just yeah, let's go with this. And this may fall completely flat, and that will be okay as well. Um, where. Where, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping in the time that I spent with Sam this week in him sharing his heart for this, I'm hoping it impacted me. So I, my hope and prayer is that it will impact all of us. And then, and I love the way that then when we're able to unpack this a little bit, when we do sing it, it actually connects a little bit more to the story and that, that, we, that we have. Um, so let's, yeah. Yeah. You'd like to pray to start with? Would you? Yeah, you go pray. that'd be great. Father, we thank you for this chance to actually hear from you, God, even though this is a discussion, Lord. I pray that you would just be present, um, that your spirit would plant seeds in, in our hearts, and that you would bring maybe bring things that have been brewing for a long time to fruition today, God. Um, we trust you, and, and we long to hear from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So just a few kind of background questions to people get to know you a little bit more. Uh, they, they see you up here all of the time, but... Um, you don't have an Australian accent. Uh, some may have noticed. Where are you Mate. from? <laughs> where on, where are you from? I'm from the States. I'm from Florida. So most of you probably know that, but not everyone would have had a chance to. So yeah, from Florida, moved here just over seven years ago to Australia. <laughs> what brought you? <laughs> what brought you to Australia? Um, I initially came to do Bible college just up the road at a little church you may have heard of, so Hillsong Church. And I did three years of Bible college there, and then I just never left, so still here. Uh, and so when did you start studying that? Sorry, seven years ago? That's what yeah. you said? Yeah. And three years of that, and then followed up with... Yeah, so I did, I did that course, and then I did, a, um, I did my Bachelor of Theology at Hillsong through another school, Alpha Crucis in Parramatta, which is where I've been going up to recently as well. Um, yeah. And did your Master's... Theology, which you've yep. just handed in your thesis as well, which should be celebrated yeah, so as well. Just fingers crossed, it's okay. I'm yeah. sure it's more than okay. So, uh, yeah. what what is it that you do now? So now I just hang out at home and do no. I'm <laughs> um, just celebrating. It's so good. Um, so I guess what do I do as far as a job? I work here one day a week as a worship pastor, which you also might know. Um, and then I've been doing a couple of days at the cafe as well, which has been really great to be in that space. Um, yeah, that's mostly what I'm doing with my time. I'm also doing a business course, actually, at the moment. Just, you know, visa problems. So it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it keeps a me visa here. Visa problem, yeah. yeah. Keeps him in the country. Studying business keeps you in the country? Yeah, it yeah. does. And, and, it, and it's blessing everything I do as well. So Cool. Yeah, it's good. 
That's really good. So we, uh, you, you mentioned worship pastor. That, that may be a familiar term to people, but what, what is that? What, what, what's the important, what, what is it? Mm. And then uh, I guess what's important about that for you and, and why is it important for us? Yeah, well, we talked about this in the week, so this is like kind of a bit forced, but I like where you're going with this, mate. This is good. Um, no, hopefully it's all right. Um, so what, do I, what does a worship pastor even do? That's a great question. Um, there's a couple things, I guess, obviously, like, um, responsible at some level for, I, I see it as pastoring the people on our worship team and all the creative people in our church, even outside of that. Um, just, yeah, stewarding them and helping them be the best that they can be. Um, also, I guess one of the big things is thinking about the songs we sing, um, keep thinking carefully about them, and um, because the songs we sing are important, because that's actually an expression of what we believe, and it actually shapes the theology of our church and how we live. Mm. Um, it's interesting, isn't it? Because yeah. a lot of the time, I'll hear people talk about things, and and it's actually it's the line from a song, not necessarily the line from scripture. It's it's their ideas about things has been shaped by the words that they're repeating over and over and over yeah. again. I doubt we, I, we probably quote songs more than sermons, I would think, in our, yeah. no offense to anyone that preaches <laughs> here, but it just, it sticks with us, and there's repetition, there's, yes, absolutely. there's a lot in that, so, yeah. that's one of the things, um, should we talk about that, should we talk about, and, and the importance and of, the, so, part of it is about worship, what's, what's the importance of worship then, I guess, in that mm. space, it go even bigger, what, yeah, well, even just, I guess, why I want to be a worship pastor, like, for me, growing up, in church, always was kind of around church and really liked it and was a musician too. But um, for me, worship music is just a place to encounter God. And actually, yeah, in, in any kind of season, I feel that, yeah, it's just an incredible privilege to be able to worship God and to hear from Him through music, through um, the types of songs that we sing. So, And, and the type of songs that we think we, we sing <laughs> are important as well. Because yeah. I think um, one of the things that I, that I love about worship is that it that it calls us forward. Sometimes it's hard to sing and say the words that, that are contained in those songs. Um, and some of it is aspirational, but it kind of calls us forward into a future and calls us to be people that maybe we aren't yet, but, but to do that together, to put that truth on our lips. Um, mm. It really calls us forward. It's one of the things that I love about that. Do you have, um, you talked about, I guess, the theology in song and the repetition of that being important. Do you have any examples of that that, that, are, that have impacted you and, and intentionally brought into this space because of those. Um. Um, yeah. Yeah. Would you like to share them with us? <laughs> of course. Um, one that comes to mind, and we talked about a little bit, is uh, Resurrecting. I think that's a really cool song. Um, the theology expressed in that song and the idea of the resurrection, yeah, as a future hope, but also we need resurrection in the here and now and in our lives. Um, so I, I'm always excited when we do that because that's a song that just I feel every time like I need to sing that. It's yeah, not yeah. just something that I've heard once and go, oh yeah, believe that, sweet, I'll live my life. It's something that time and time again we have to be reminded of. So that's one that impacts me on the regular, I'd say. Yeah, and r really powerful words. The resurrected mm. king is resurrecting me. Yeah, so, yeah. so again, that idea that the resurrection happened then, but, it, but it's continuing to happen. That same power is continuing to work in and through our lives, continuing to resurrect now. Mm. And, and also, as you alluded to, also in the future, resurrecting. Um, another one for me is, we sung this morning, Let There Be Light. Um, and I yeah. think um, one of the exciting things for me about this, and this is what we spoke with a little bit, and why you desire to be a worship pastor as well, is because it moves us to justice. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. 
can you say Someone something say about, about your about desires that. for yeah for well as well i guess I, more of my story as well um so when I was in high school and involved in worship team and stuff, I really felt like the Lord had called me to be in ministry full-time, not as a kind of hobby or whatever or just a side thing, but to just give everything. And, and I was young, and I see that differently now, I think, as well, although I'm really, really blessed to be able to spend all of my time doing this. Um, but one of the things that yeah, probably 10 years ago, maybe more, um, in this whole theology and worship and justice yeah. i guess um is going is well, i started thinking well what is a worship pastor what is worship um and this verse which i read before isaiah 58 um which maybe we could read again really just spoke to me and i felt like the lord was speaking clearly i didn't know if it was like a dream of or prophetic but this just the idea that one day that's the type of church i want to be where because you know, I used to lead worship at youth group, and no one wants to be at youth group. You know, maybe they do at our church, but in, 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 um, it's like, oh, you're like just, you know, it's painful. And you guys always come, and you're ready to sing, and it's beautiful. It's like, oh, sweet. Harsh I don't, critic. I don't have to do any work, but you know, you just week after week, you're like, gosh, do they even believe in this? Like, and maybe they did, and that's cool. Um, but um, yeah, so I guess. I, so I read this text, I encountered it, it was by accident, so, or it was not my plan to encounter it, and just this idea of actually God doesn't care about the music we make as far as, that's not what worship is primarily about, it's about much more than that, it's about justice, it's about um, all the things that I love about this church and why I'm lucky to call it home as well. Um, and why you continue to find other things and new things to study so you can keep a visa and stay here with us. Absolutely. Which, which we appreciate too. Absolutely. Well, I don't, yeah, that's true. There's truth in that. Yeah. So um, anyways, I encountered this verse and just felt like one day I want to be part of a church where that's, we get that, all of us, and we're, we're, we're living lives of worship. And then Sundays is just a celebration of that. And yeah, we, we encounter God in that and we um, are inspired. It's kind of reciprocal between the two, I suppose, but that's the dream. So, and I feel like, you know, we're there. We're getting there. We're there and getting there, which is really cool. Yeah. Again, that's why I love being a part of this church because I think that's a priority for us. Um, we can talk more about that. And, and we are being kind of attempting to call us forward in, in that kind of sense overall as well. Um, yeah. One, one, one thing that I hear from time to time is the place of music in kind of this kind of public forum. And, and I want you to tell us a story about Monday night yeah, cool. um, and, and which... I'll let you tell the story, but, but I think sometimes people critique the church and critique this space and say, well, singing and, and music, does it actually really connect with people? Um, tell us what happened on Monday night. Well, I think what is often said by you is that <laughs> singing together is weird. And there's some truth to that. I think it's a bit weird. Well, it's more weird if we get together to sing together and don't sing together. That's pretty weird, actually. But, um, you know, I love you guys. Um, <laughs> some, some context for that. Weird in the sense that it's not necessarily culturally normal. That's, and, yeah. and, and so it's a learned thing and there's power in it, but the weirdness is, is something that is overcome by the community yes. and by the gathering. But, but still, the critique stands. As I said, people do say, what is that about? That, that, that's old school, you know, standing in lines and singing. Hmm. Um, it's not somewhere that's done outside of this space. Yeah, so Monday night I went to a concert and a few of the worship team went as well, which is really cool, like Tom and Chloe there, Dave, Sam, Isaac, who's working today. Um, and we went to this concert and um, it was just unbelievable. Like, it was 
this guy's just on another level musically, but that doesn't matter. But he, um, it was incredible because like he had, he had the crowd singing, you know, five part harmonies. And there was this, what he's doing, you're just going, what is he even doing? I, I could never do that musically. It's beautiful and it's just wonderful. But as technically skilled as he was and as much of a genius as he is, he actually is letting us, so like, we were like, oh, well, he's playing some music. We were actually a part of it because he, and there was something that, it was interesting because it wasn't in a worship context at all, but there's something. And not faith-based. No, no, not, not at all. Or anything like that, yeah. Um, but participation, I mean, to see, people were singing with everything they had. And so there is some kind of desire for that connection. Um, and I guess that got me really excited about what we do in this space and going, we're participating not just in music, but we're actually participating in what God's doing in this space. And yeah. yeah, so that's, I was really excited about that because I was going, well, like, whoa, if it's working here, imagine what God wants to do with it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it was, I was pumped to be there. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah, and see, I found it interesting that, that with some leading, I, I guess that's, and that's the role of, of the worship leaders and the worship mm. pastors is, yes, there is an element of this that may be a bit foreign, but there's so much power in it when we, when we help people to understand why we're doing this and what we would do in this space and, and then actually to connect in and to participate in it together. There's so much power in putting that truth on your lips and singing it together. Um, yeah, it's interesting because I, I kind of, I agree and I disagree with you too. You're allowed to disagree I, with me. I know. You, you wouldn't be the me. first. And um, I think that's been a journey for me. So even for me, worship music used to just be a me and God thing. And yeah, I did it in church, but that's what I was like after all the time was, you know, I just wanted to be spending time listening to some Hillsong CDs in my room on the floor, you know, on the knees, praying, whatever it is. And that was like the main thing. Um, and I wanted to be singing the loudest, you know, out here, like I'll be singing with everything I had. But then I actually came here and probably I'm sure I've experienced it elsewhere, but I think over time, I've really, one of the things I appreciate even more is just hearing all the voices sing, you know? And you don't, you can't always force your own thing and, you know, but to hear people declaring these things that you know to be true, that, but maybe you're not feeling, there's, there's actually real power in that. And so it's actually not weird. Um, I think it's maybe more normal than we're used to, yeah. Um, which, yeah. There is power. I think, I think for the most part, we, we get that. Mm. Why, though? Because, because there's plenty of songs. So many people are writing songs out there. Uh, why write our own song? So this is kind of in starting to lead towards this yeah. song. Particularly why, even, why would we write our own song at all? Well, I guess some backstory. I mean, we've talked about it. I can't tell you how many times people in our church have come up to me and said, so when are you, you going to start writing songs? you know, be it elders or just random people. It happens all the time. So it's interesting. There is a desire for that. So we should ask them at some point what, why they want it. But um, it's interesting because I really love the songs that we sing in General's Church, not just because I pick them. Um, <laughs> but, like, th there's great songs out there, you know. And there's, you know, album after album of worship music put out, and even those don't make the cut for what we do here because it doesn't – one of the things we're looking for is, is this an accurate um, – theology that we want to be singing that is important to our community mm. that's not to say that like or is it even an important emphasis for us it might not be wrong but is it what we want to emphasize and so it's interesting because I really love the songs that we choose but there's been a growing frustration over the last this year probably of me just kind of going oh, we're singing that again like surely there's something else to sing surely it, there's something more um, something that just lines up with what we want to do 
it, it, it's tricky. I mean, one example of that for me is, is a song, such a powerful line that says, um, I want to sing like a man with no sickness in my body. And I, when I first sung that, I just wept. But in another part of the song, it's, it really emphasizes God's wrath and, and being angry and that kind of stuff. It's just like, I'm not really sure that that kind of lands. And we, so we haven't used that for yeah, we've that talked reason. Yeah, we've it's, talked it's, about it so many times. We've, we've politely argued about it because <laughs> everything in me wants to do it because I love the bridge too. I love that declaration. Let's sing like we have no sickness and, mm. um, and then we're going to see it. I mean, that's the hope of singing that. But yeah. also it, it kind of deals a lot with kind of heaven as an escape. Yeah. Yep. And not coming to earth, which is something that, as a church, I also love about what we we're all about God's kingdom here. Yeah. Um, so again, that's that's why we haven't done it because it's like, oh, we don't want to reinforce something that. But sure. there's a tension in it. So. Yeah. And so to take some of the the power, I, I think, of the ideas and the theology and that kind of thing that we're that we are on about as a church, and to put that specifically into a space, is that what you've attempted to do? taking the the ideas and some of the theology of what we uh what we would say is us yeah is that what you've attempted to do in this it's interesting because intention is a strong word in this scenario because this song kind of just came out of me it wasn't really something i labored over for ages probably in the last month so i actually came up here one night and i've had a lot going on just with finishing up thesis and all that kind of thing and life's a bit you know it's stressful at times we all get that and so uh, it's been ages, and like I leave all my guitars and stuff here. So um, if you ever want to come play, you have just <laughs> Help come yourself. Here. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just thought, oh, I want to go up to church and just play. I don't know. I just needed that. And it hasn't happened in a while, but I was, so I came up, and this just kind of came out. Um, and I thought, okay, cool. Like, it was surprisingly coherent. I'll just hit record and like try to remember it. Because you can't, I can't tell you how many times, you know, you go, oh, that's a nice. It's a little something, and then it's gone. It doesn't take anything, you know? You go, I better record that. Oh, I already forgot it. Like, it's that quick. So, anyways, it just kind of came out. It wasn't really planned, but um, then it kind of took shape, and I was really like, oh, this is something. This Actually, this week. So, Sunday night, we gathered together. Some of you would have been there for the Young Adults Night to talk about, really, the vision of our church and, um, you know, what are, what are the things that we prioritize as a community and how are we doing it them? Like if we say we prioritize, how are we doing them? It was a really cool night um, and we're going to have more and the fruit of that's going to take place here, which would be really cool. Yeah. But um, one of the things that we talked about is being good neighbors and the importance of that. Um, that wasn't the main takeaway from the night, but for me it was, it's, there's, this, there's this relationship between, and actually Bo Isaac said it really well. He was talking about, his frustration at times, and he was being really honest, which was brilliant. It was a great space. With this space is that this space, this gathering, isn't about this gathering. And we all, we all know that, but this gathering is about everything that we're doing, like we've been talking about. And so for me, that was just re-emphasized. And I, I don't know, I was kind of trying to think, okay, as a worship team, are we taking that seriously? Are we, are we pointing people to that? Um, what's the point? Is it, you know? So, so what's, part, the, what's the that? If you say, you're going to say pointing, pointing to, to that, what? like we were talking about, living a life of worship and justice, yeah. that kind of thing. Is that what this gathering is achieving? Um, and is that what the songs we're singing are achieving? And so I kind of wanted to go back to this, and I really just had the chorus to, uh, what is the verse? Walk humbly, love mercy. Um, and it's all about justice in, in Micah. And uh, 
Yeah, so I just thought, oh, I should go back to this. And I was chatting with Terry about songs on Wednesday, which is late for us to be chatting about songs, but stuff goes on. So um, we had songs today. You all got it. It was good. And um, <laughs> yeah, she, we were just going, oh, what should we do? What should we do? And I was kind of telling her some of this, and she was going, well, um, I wish we had like songs to sing. And I was just like, I'm not going to say a word. Like, shut up, Terry. <laughs> and then she was like, said something again. I was like, okay, there's a song that I've been, it's really, and she was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, she's like so encouraging. Like, let's do it. And I was like, well, I'll send it to you, which is just like a knife in the heart. I'm like, I don't want to share this with anyone, let alone like, yeah, anyways. Which, which is interesting because if anybody who's done anything creative, if there's that, there's that kind of roller coaster of, Oh, this this seems like it might be really. Oh, this is the worst thing that has ever existed. Oh, <laughs> maybe it's okay, but uh, and the, and you, yeah. this this kind of the ride's not done, so yeah. we're good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely with this one even. But anyway, she was super encouraging. She's like, well, let's try to do it, or even if it, it wasn't finished as well. So that's some context. It was like partially done, and we said, well, maybe we could read some scriptures around this idea of justice, and we could sing the chorus, and it'd be a bit different. And that was kind of what we left doing. Um, th thinking we were going to do, um, and so, sorry, that's really loud. We, where am I going with this? So basically, the song then took shape. I was like, well, I need to think about this seriously, because um, I think I think it is um, pointing us in that direction, I guess. So, what was the inspiration, particularly in in this? You, you've touched on it, uh, Isaiah fifty-eight. Is that? And yeah, so you wanted to read that again. Yeah, sure, you've got it there. Awesome. I'll read the whole chapter. The other cool thing is this chapter is basically where we get the name from our church from, I believe. Well, maybe there's other references that use the name Restore, but um, uh, that connection later. I'll read the... Go for it. Maybe I'll read from verse 6, which is where it starts talking about this. But he is talking about... I'll, I'll go back a little bit. So just from the beginning, why not? We've got time. So <laughs> this is from the NIV, everybody. Shout it aloud. Do not hold back. Raise your voice like a trumpet. Declare to my people their rebellion and to the descendants of Jacob their sins. For day after day they seek me out. They seem eager to know my ways as if they were a nation that does what is right and hasn't forsaken the commands of its God. They ask me for just decisions and seem eager for God to come near to them. Why have we fasted, they say, and you haven't seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed? Yet on the day of your fasting you do as you please you exploit your workers. Your fasting ends in quarreling, strife, and in striking each other with wicked fists. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. Is this the kind of fast I have chosen? Only a day for, only a day for people to humble themselves? Is it only for bowing one's head like a reed and for lying in sack, sackcloth and ashes? Is that what you call a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? And then he says this. Is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen, to loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke and to set the oppressed free, to break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter when you see the naked to clothe them and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood? Then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call, and the Lord will answer. You'll cry for help, and he'll say, here I am. I'll keep going. Uh, if you do away with the yoke of oppression, with the pointing finger and malicious talk, 
And if you spin yourselves in behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness, and your night will become like the noonday. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring, whose waters never fail. Your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will rise up the age-old foundations. And you will be called repairer of broken walls, restorer restorer of streets with dwellings. I'll stop there. Yeah. So I guess part of it is, a, would you call it a critique? It's like if, if your worship is empty and doesn't lead to justice, then yeah, it means nothing to me. I mean, particularly focused on Sabbath, but I think our kind of connection, you're talking a minute ago and I think, is there like 168 hours in a week? I think it's, I think that. We spend about an hour or so here. There's another 167 hours that we have in the week. If this one hour of the week is the point of all that we do, then our impact's gonna be fairly small. Yeah. Um, what are we doing the rest of the time? Does our worship actually drive us, drive us out? Um, so you have various different images in this song. What are you, what are you trying to say? Yeah. Well, can we talk about, I guess, we talk about the process of even it coming together. So the last couple of days I've been, I've actually spent mostly with Dan and we've just been wrestling with the lyrics and trying to get them right. If, is it actually something we're going to sing today, which we ended up doing? But when, my input was basically questioning and challenging him, not... Don't not undermine yourself, mate. It was great. You helped heaps. You contributed heaps. Yeah, okay. Um, you're a poet. You're just not aware. <laughs> so... Dan. Oh, Dan's out. Sorry. He says it all the time. Um, sorry, what was your question? It's quality. You're going to slowly off track. Uh, so what is it? That you've you picked some images, images oh, of a yeah. flower and growth and reaching out in that first kind of verse. Um, well, I think to talk about that, I guess what I was leading was, can we actually talk about, we're talking about, we want to sing theology. Like, what is the actual theology we're wanting to sing? So a big part of it is um, this connection between worship and justice, right? But I guess the other big part for me is that that's what it means to be part of the kingdom. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's, uh, I guess I was trying to think of what is the kingdom like and what is, like, we, if we want to, you know, be a good Christian or whatever, that's maybe a bit of a cliche. But if we want to be good Christians, what does it really look like? Well, I think it looks like this. Um, and it looks like living a really tough life at times. And so I was trying to make that palatable in the verses and stuff. So... And, and to express that, I guess we should get to kind of the difference between thinking about salvation in terms of an individual transaction, which is what the Western world often does, and thinking about it as a communal thing. And so I was trying to just think of how does this all work? What is, what's going on here, and what does it look like? So the first which, verse we can talk about. But Well, just on that, was one of the things that I love about the song and the way, just some simple words, but it actually shapes it and takes you on this journey that it, that it starts with me. So the, the let it start in us is, is part of the chorus, but the first time we sing it is let it start in me because there has to be this encounter that I have personally. There has to be this individual thing that happens, but then part of the journey along with that is actually that you get caught up in this. It's not just about me, it's actually this movement. And, and individual salvation, in a sense, is, is something that is quite, would have been quite foreign to those who were following Jesus. The, the Messiah wasn't coming just for me, the Messiah was coming for everything. And I think sometimes we individualize it and pull it way back. 
But the beautiful thing is there's no us without me. Yeah, so that's it right. includes so every include. individual, right? But And that's yeah. right. And so part of, I think, what Jesus is challenging uh, his people is they have this really tribal-centric understanding of what is going to happen when the kingdom comes, that our tribe's going to be on the top. And he has to blow that apart and go, well, actually, it's way bigger than that. The kingdom is actually global, not just tribal. Mm. But I think sometimes that we have actually pulled it right back to the individual and the kingdom is about well, me and my salvation, me and my relationship with God. And yes, it includes that, but only as a part of the tribe. It includes me, it includes the person, but as a part of the tribe. And it includes the tribe, but yes, only as part of the whole. God is actually restoring and renewing yeah. everything. And so I love that journey that you take yeah. us through in this, that it starts with me and it goes to us and then it's in this place because mm. there's this movement from me towards the rest. Yeah, so I guess the first verse, like this, like a flower through the grave, new life is breaking through the ground, your spirit's taking root, your love is reaching out through us kind of thing, um, is trying to describe what's going on uh, when we encounter God and, and that, that re- what is resurrected life, I guess, and trying to just paint that picture. Um, yeah, and day two life, like Adrian yeah, exactly. spoke about and, and over this. I got a chance to hang out with you when you were prepping your Easter stuff and Adrian as well. And so a lot of that has influenced this too. And what does it look like to be a kingdom person, a day two person? Mm. Um, it looks like resurrection. So, yeah. The, the, other thing, the other thing that I love about the song um, is, is this kind of a challenge and a question. And as you put these words on your lips, are you actually, are they, do they sink in? I, I, and I hope that we're asking the question, do, do I actually love mercy? Do, do I actually walk humbly or, or is there more work that needs to take place? Do I need to continue to be transformed so that I can actually walk humbly, so that I can actually love mercy? I like the, the challenge and again, that, that calling us forward into that, that we need to be the kind of people who do love mercy and the kind of people who are walking humbly and only then will we see this place yeah. uh, change. And so then I guess jumping ahead to the second verse, if we're going to go there is, okay, we're, we're kingdom people now, but where's the fruit? And for me, it's like death is done. Death is drowned. Grace is here. Mm. Um, I love that line. And, and I love the, I guess, yeah. I, I love and again, I, I can wrote, say that without saying that I came up with that line. It's not, please. Yeah, so no, it was it not was you, part mate. of the process. In that um, it's, the idea, the image of like the tide and the inevitability that it's coming in and the shore is going to get wet. Like there's no stopping that. Yeah. Um, grace and God's love will be on the rise. Yeah, but it has to happen through us. Yeah. And the thing, I guess, the thing that gets in the way of it is often our own fears and shame. And so that's kind of, in this swelling of this movement, that's all washed away. And mm. actually now love can rise through us. So mm. that, that's the idea there, I guess. Yeah. In a nutshell. Yeah. So I guess kind of heading towards the end now, what are, what are your hopes for this song? Well, we talked about this, so... That's I why I'm asking you the question, because yeah. they oh, weren't right. there. That's why you asked... Oh, they God. weren't there when we had that cool, conversation. Cool. Oh, I thought they were there. Um, one of the... We talked about a couple of things. Did you write them down? I know. I'm thinking of one. I'm, I'm thinking of one. But <laughs> what was the other one? Um, one of the ones... I haven't looked yet. One of the ones <laughs> that I am really hope for is actually that, because this has been a dream for us for a long time to be writing and singing our own songs, is that it'll actually just kind of break the ground and let that start happening across the board. Um, so a beginning, not an end. Yeah, 
like if we tie a bow on this song and sing it every week, that'll make me sick. Like I don't want to mm. do that. Like let's get on with it. Um, there's more songs to sing, so this is just the start. Um, so and it, and we were Tom was being super encouraging before, and he was like, "It needed to start." Thanks, and I was like, "Cheers, man." Um, that's that was the exchange. <laughs> Cheers, man. And uh, yeah, it had to start somewhere. So I don't know. It's really cool to see God at work in this, and hopefully, this will just be a beginning and not an end. But I, so that's. I guess I hope for it within the context of our worship here in this yep. space. And what about the impact? Um, the impact, the impact of, of the song. Then, if we keep singing that on our lips, yeah. what, what is um, and, and singing that kind of song? I think yeah, just that it, the, these songs will again that we would encounter God through it. That's a hope because mm. I've again in the story of me writing it, it was it was just a moment of worship between me and God, and well, yeah. it was one direction I was worshiping Him, but. Um, <laughs> He was there, and so it was in that sense, it was between us. And, yeah, I would hope that other people would be able to do that as well, and that, yeah, I'm challenged by the words. I'm challenged by, I, I don't feel like I'm living that yet, so it's maybe hypocritical to sing, but it's, it's not because it's a faith thing mm. to sing. And again, calling um, us forward. One, yes, of the, one of the things yeah. that you said, because we've talked a lot about kind of theology in song, and, and I wrote this down straight away as you said it, um, the particularly when we talk about something like this, our theology is we're going to be singing and saying it over and over again. You said that our theology, is not, it's not an individual decision. It's not like we go away and we have a board or the elders go, this is what our theology is and that's it. You actually said it's not an individual decision, it's a communal discussion. Um, and so this ongoing kind of discussion of what it actually means to follow Jesus and what God is actually doing and what He is on about in our lives and as all of our lives weave and through and come together we have this ongoing kind of discussion. Um, yeah, you've said it, but I, like, so yeah, the hope is that this would give people the courage to have a voice in that. Mm. Like, not just the worship team, but anyone, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so you, yeah. The, the point of the gathering is outside of the gathering, is to, is to drive us out of the gathering. And the point of the song is also outside of the song, that it would give birth to other things, that it would lead us to action. And, and I would hope, and Adrian and I spoke about this earlier in the year, that we really need to, every time we get up, every time that we say something from the front, every time that we would give a sermon or anything like that, that it would be a call to action. That it's not just, here's some information for you. It's, this should change you. What, what different are you going to do now? Uh, what different do we need to be challenged? And, and asking those questions, as I said, am I walking humbly? Do, is there some work I need to do in that space? Uh, do I love mercy or is there some work that I need to do in that space? And then the outworking of that is, hopefully the people around me would see that, would feel that, would, would have an encounter with God maybe even through that mercy through that well and love. The, I guess the thing that uh, that it would result in changed lives like you're saying so yeah. that that encounter that God encounter isn't a part of that that's a central part of that mm. you know that in this space we'll be regularly doing it so yep more lives would be changed mm. by, got, by what happens here and by the fruit of what happens here yeah beyond this place yeah and the kingdom the kingdom starts in us uh, are you up for singing it again Yes, uh, I, I hope that you've, you can say no. you've had, I, like I said, I, I like it when I can actually attach a story to the song, it actually makes it more powerful, and I hope that that's your experience and that through this. So as the team kind of set up, um, thanks, Sam, thanks for your leadership, yes. thanks. thanks for your courage to, to get up and, and do this and, and to put yourself out there in this kind of way. Um, we... We are better because of your leadership 
in this place. So, so thank you for that, and let's, let's worship together. great for you to participate at some level.
pray. Lord, Lord, teach us to walk humbly. Teach us to love mercy. Help us to be open to your kingdom actually changing us, to breaking into our lives, that we would not be just going through the Sabbath motions or the worship motions or just offering that up, but our lives would actually be changed and just as been done because we've worshipped you, because we have an encounter with you. May you fill our lives with your spirit. Give us the courage to step out, the courage to own our own brokenness, our own lack of humility. But again, that, that our story now or our story before or leading up to now, that doesn't define the end of our story. That you're going to continue to work. You're going to continue to transform. You're going to continue to restore us. So may your spirit move in us. May your spirit move in this place for the sake of the world. Amen. Thank you for this morning. Please stick around. Um, morning tea is out there. Again, this is all part of, yes, we, we have this kind of formal part of the gathering, but so much of it is actually about us connecting to one another. Please, that's a really important part of what we do. If you can't stick around, travel safely and enjoy your week. Uh, may you find courage in your week to be a blessing to people around you, to be a positive presence wherever it is you find yourself. So, Thank you for being a part of Restore Church and, and for trying to change lives in, through this community. Amen? Bless you guys.